we were taught at school to trust this head part. We were taught at school that this is the only thing that matters. We're not taught in school intuition and connection and those sort of things. We're taught to disconnect. <laughs> and and so it's a, it feels sometimes like a constant battle to not play into the stories that the head wants to connect into. entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am here profusely apologetic. I was just <laughs> on my knees begging Marcus for his uh, his uh, forgiveness. I read really, really late. So just want to acknowledge him for being a gracious, lovely human and not basically hanging up and saying, you know, sort off, you know, I'm not going to be your podcast. It all Things happen. So yeah, thank, you for, thank you for coming and being a part of this. So why don't we start oh, this off with the, uh, the basics? Who are you? And if you were explaining what you do to a person you're going to be in an elevator with for a couple of minutes, what would you be telling them? Yeah, yeah, thank you. So um, so what would I tell someone in an elevator? That's a, always the, the good question. I think the key for me is, um, you know, I'm a coach and mentor. I help uh, wellness professionals and uh, heart-centered entrepreneurs to make a bigger difference, uh, primarily through uh, through breakthrough and connecting into a deeper part of who they are so they can express that on the planet. At the end of the day, it's all about raising consciousness, especially, you know, in these moments. Um, mm-hmm. It's about, you know, helping, well, really empowering people to step into a deeper version of them, a more beautiful beautiful version of them and uh, express that on the planet. Mm-hmm. There's this big through thread that I feel <laughs> from that, which is knowing yourself and then being authentic and in integrity mm-hmm. to that self yeah. that, you, that you're yeah. doing. Yeah. You know, there's a really interesting that ha- you know thing that happens. You know, I've been in in an entrepreneurial space for 25 years, especially in the wellness industry and before that, 10 years in the corporate world. And, um, you know, if I've learned anything, it is the more you you are, (laughs) the more success you have. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I've done, I've got a master's of entrepreneurship and innovation. I've been to school. I've done all the courses. I've worked with many mentors. And and I think it still comes back to that one fundamental um, uh, point of connection with yourself. People are desperately looking for the authentic human to connect with. Um, And at the end of the day, people buy people, not products. You know, in a lot of cases, especially in this industry, you know, in the coaching wellness, you know, type of mentoring coaching industry, um, people, people, yeah, really want to connect with people. And the deeper they can connect with you or the more authentically they can connect with you, the easier it is to make that transition into buying you mm-hmm. and to saying yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, and magic happens when, mm-hmm. when you, you know, fully step into that place. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the things I'm just speaking to someone about this, I think yesterday, this whole idea that I think it's Malcolm Gladwell in his book, Blink, spoke about yes. just how much of our first impressions of people and how we respond yeah. to them is really based yeah. on things that are happening so quickly we can't see it. And if I personally exactly. feel that there's a deeper level to that. That's the energetics of who we are. 
And when we're clear, when we are sure, when we're certain of who we are and when we're embodying Mm. that with authenticity, I really feel that resonates in the vibrational field that we're at. And people can feel that. They can (laughs) feel it before they even have the the first impression of you. Yeah, without a doubt. I I always say to people that people buy energetically before they buy consciously or Mm -hmm. um, practically. And Mm -hmm. I think what's happened in the past from a marketing point of view and when we're trying to go out and sell ourselves, if we're coaches and those sort of things, um, and even general marketing has always gone from the top down, which is let's go with the logic first, get people on board logically, then let's get connected to their heart and try and emotionally push them over into what we want them to do. But they never talk about the deeper energetic connection and so for me, it's about, connect, you know, people buy energetically first, even if they're not conscious of the energetic connection. You know, the amount of people that um, have presented to me going, I'm not sure why I have to work with you. I'm not sure why we're having this conversation. I just have to talk to you. And um, and that's the energetic connection. That's that that, um, that that's where they're buying energetically first. Then you can connect to them emotionally. Then you can do the final step, which is the logic. You know, the one plus one needs to equal two for some people um but it's that deeper energetic connection that's that's the most important um and and they're going to connect through your resonant field um and uh and they're going to connect into that uh and we're all doing this all the time whether we're conscious of it or not we are connecting in to the resonance and while i was waiting here in the room you know that's one of the things i do i connect in and i go okay uh, let's see what the truth is. Cause my head goes, Oh my God, Dan's forgotten about me. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's, you know, he's forgotten. Mm-hmm. And then my head plays that story of, mm-hmm. Oh, well that's, you know, I'm a bit disappointed and Oh God, I could have been doing other things. And then I just go, stop. This is ridiculous. <laughs> just tune in, connect in. And I go, Oh no, he's just caught on a call and the, and yeah. the person won't get off, you know? And, <laughs> and so we just wait, we just wait. It's all good. So I knew you were coming. Right. Yeah. But, um, but I didn't play in that, uh, that, headspace that it was very easy to play into that we get and caught in all the time so so often we do that right we get caught up in the headspace caught up in the fear the doubt the anxiety the stories yeah. and that yeah. pulls us out of the heart and then stops us being in ourself and also to connect to the self of who's around us as well no yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, it throws us out of alignment. It, it takes mm-hmm. us out of our, our resonant frequency. I often talk about the baseline resonant frequency. You know, we have this mm-hmm. baseline resonant frequency and the more aligned we are, the more uh, connected or in tune with that we are, the more success we bring to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, we've taught, we were taught at school to trust this head part. We were taught at school that this is the only thing that matters. We're not taught in school intuition and connection and mm-hmm. those sort of things we're taught to disconnect <laughs> and and so it's a, it feels sometimes like a constant battle to not play into the stories that the head wants to connect into the drama you know the head loves drama loves drama um you know we created a whole medium to feed that you know it's called television right mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so uh and so it is important that we get back to our baseline resonant frequency or field uh connect in with that that allows us to connect into other people's resonant field and we can find out the truth you know and and i kind of think it's funny over these last few years that uh the, the thing that's really trying to come get out is truth right our own individual truth the collective truth whatever that might mean and uh, and it's demanding that we connect in um because 
the stories that are playing out, the drama that's playing out is changing, you know, has been or has changed constantly. So what's the truth? I don't know anymore, but you do. <laughs> if you're connecting, right? You do know yeah. what's really happening and, and you connect in on that level and uh, makes all the difference. So uh, what's the what's the science on this? I think the heart field is 10 times bigger or more powerful than the mental field. So you're actually, yeah. you're betraying yourself by yeah. leaning on the mind when you've got this totally. much more powerful instrument here of the heart that's ready to totally. step up and be the leader of what we're doing. Totally. And, and, and the fun part about this is you have an even bigger field in your gut. So, oh, so yeah. the three brain theory, right, is, <laughs> is and research that's being done right now is, is based on those three brains. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the surface area of, of the gut, uh, it's huge. Like it's huge. And I like to imagine um, that each of the little villi in the, in the gut are like these little aerials that connect mm-hmm. into the field <laughs> and then bring in that information and, and that then gets sent to the right brain and the right brain then, and that, you know, analyzes it and, and gives us a response for it. Um, but it really is connecting these three and using them um, in, in, in the most productive way possible. Um, mm. And, uh, you know, there's an amazing amount of traffic that's running from the gut to the head and the heart to the head. And uh, the research shows that the more communication goes from the heart to the head and the gut to the head than the head goes the other way around. Mm. So it's kind of interesting to look at um, how that's, you know, how that plays out. A lot of what you're sharing isn't really conventional wisdom, <laughs> right? No, it's Like not. you said, we're taught to be in the head. I'm into the heart. And although I knew a little bit about the gut, I hadn't really even factored in how that really is part of a triumvirate of those three brains that come together. Again, how do you, how do you get people to open up to the possibilities of really exploring what these three brains can do together, especially when we're, we're stuck in our head about what we've been, been pumped into our head about the role that the head has above these other two brains. Yeah. Really powerful. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, I think I think results are often the thing that we're looking for. Results in our life, whether it's our business or our life, we want be- better things to show up, or whatever you know, whatever it might be. And so, I think um, I think when you can help people to connect deeply into this, you can share the the resonant field and the effect that it has. Then you start to see practical results showing up, whether that's you know the materialization of you know an event or a situation or a new house or more money or more clients or whatever it might be, um, uh, then people start to really start to, you know, um, prove that it works and connect, you know, uh, start to trust it. Um, you know, I've had to, I have a really interesting experience with a number of my clients, even just this week where, um, you know, I've been in business a very long time <laughs> um, and I've, you know, grown a multi-million dollar global wellness business. Um, and so I know the, the, the scripts and the templates and the systems and the processes to run, mm-hmm. but the thing that makes the biggest difference has nothing to do with that and everything to do with that deeper connection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I had two clients this week who came to me and said, oh, I've done all the systems and strategies and everything I've been told to do by various mentors and coaches, uh, but it still doesn't seem to be working. And, and in one session, get, got, got, get them realigned 
to the deeper part of them to get their resonant field, you know, vibrating at, at their baseline. And both rang me back within 24 hours. I sold two and three and six and seven. And, you know, I just made 10, 20, 30 grand in a couple of days. Didn't change anything, you know, from a practical point of view. I didn't do any more marketing. I didn't make any more phone calls. I didn't do any more of that practical stuff. I just got aligned mm. and everything changed. <laughs> everything on a dime. And I've, I can't tell you how many times I've seen this happen, um, both in my own life, but in, in the lives of, of people I work with. It's, yeah, never ceases to amaze me. So um, awesome. Yeah. So, so awesome. Yeah. And the thing that really excites me about this is that it speaks to the multidimensionality of who we are as humans. And this is a big <laughs> part of my work. I'm prepping to yeah. do my PhD um, submissions at the moment, my PhD proposal, and designing my my small case study, small, small, small scale study. And this nice. is one of the things we're looking looking at the fact that you can have a great strategy, yeah. but without taking care of these other pieces, yeah. if your emotional state's wiped, yeah. right? Oh. If you're yeah, caught totally. up in ah, in the head, excess, yeah. Excess, yeah. even if you do find the success, it's not it's going to be short lived. It's not going to stay. Uh, and and that's that more and more people exactly are right. tuning into the truth of this. Yeah, totally. And and you know the thing for me is you know I ran a very big group of individuals, you know, thousands of wellness professionals, and took them through a twelve month plus program. And the thing that always amazed me was, uh, or or confounded me for a little while until I really got this, was that um, I can you can give the same strategies, systems, processes, practical things to do to a thousand people or a hundred people, and some will have huge success and some will have no success. <laughs> systems the same, process is the same. It yeah. works. We know it works, right? Yeah. But 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 huge variation in difference. What's the X factor here? And the X factor is connecting and aligning. If I look at those that had huge, have huge success and those that don't, they're more aligned. They're more in tune with this. They're using this, whether it's conscious or not, they're using this. They're, they're more authentic and real and they're, they're resonating at a, at a higher frequency to them. And, and it just attracts people. You know, they, they just become these, mag, you know, these gravitational forces that bring all sorts of good fortune to them. Mm. Systems help for sure, but, but they're one tiny piece of the puzzle. And everyone gets caught up with it. You know, right now, I just see so many people advertising the same thing, you know, client attraction and abundance and blah, blah, you know, and all these systems. I've got systems to do it. And, and, and it's, you know, there's just so much of the same, same, but they don't connect right in really deeply and look at the energetics of success um, and, uh, and resonance fields, right? Now, the resonant field to me is made up of three key, key energetic centers, your head, heart, and your gut. This makes up your resonant field. So if one of those is off, your resonant field is off. Mm. <laughs> if these three are in alignment and, and um, you know, vibrating and the frequency is right and the energy is right, then the resonant field is right and all manner of good fortune mm. just flows. Mm. <laughs> what I love about what you're doing as well is you're going and helping people in the wellness industry, people that are actually yeah. charged with being almost the stewards of the health of our species. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I love the pay yeah, totally. forward power of what you're doing as well. Because if you're empowering them to go and have more impact, it allows you to scale the leverage that you're allowed to bring to the world. So thank you for that. Totally. 
Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you know, when I, uh, when I went through my life changing experience, leaving the corporate world and, uh, you know, I said to myself, oh, I want to touch a million people before I move on to the next life or whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. and after working with people one-on-one, I went, wow, this is going to probably take a couple of months. <laughs> so, so that's not going to work. Right. There's, so, so then after a lot of people started asking me, how are you so successful? I started to click and go, wow, if I could help the people who are helping the people, then a million lives is easy mm-hmm. is really easy and and you know have have surpassed that or you know um mm-hmm. a while back and so uh so that's you know that's what i love you know i really love empowering people and you know not just at the practical stuff i mean i can do the practical stuff i've got documents and scripts and <laughs> templates and i can give you all of that stuff flow charts you know, and that's going to help flow charts Marcus. oh yeah flow i've charts. got flow charts <laughs> and excel spreadsheets and slide decks and videos i've got all that you know and i can give mm-hmm. you all the systems that i've used you know mm-hmm. but that's just a small piece of it you know and i think people rely too much they go yeah this is the answer wow if i just buy this packet this this thing i'll be successful and it's like nah, it's a little more complex than that it's not just systems and processes which are important for sure but uh, are just a small part of the um of the picture you know and it's also why you know i also looked at you know i've watched i, I do, you know obviously do a lot on social media and uh and i've watched you know things like t- you know the, the up and coming tiktok world and instagram and all of these things and seen these young people just doing things that i personally don't really understand they're dancing or they're jumping about they're they're not actually it doesn't feel like they're doing anything of any substance right but they have huge following and and part of the huge following is they're just being themselves yeah they're just being fully them right and Mm -hmm. crazy mad whatever it might be and i could have any opinion on it it's it's irrelevant they've got Mm -hmm. a million followers and it's just like well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> and then they're not providing necessarily. It doesn't make sense here. That's correct. But it does everywhere else. It does in the yeah. gut because they're being fully themselves. And that's mm. what people love. That's mm. what people want. And, and it's no surprise that the younger generation are doing this because they are more connected than the older generation, right? Mm. That they they haven't been tarnished with the same emphasis on the brain is the only thing that has value. Like we were when I went to school, you know, now with social media, there's lots of videos of people like me talking and like you talking about stuff um, and opening up, you know, and, and they're consuming that information and they're living it. They're just living it. Uh, and it's fantastic to watch, you know, and there's mm-hmm. lots we can learn from it. You know, we don't have to go on TikTok and do crazy dances or anything, but <laughs> but learn not, that. If that's not authentically, well, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so, so, but the message is very strong, you know, is mm-hmm. to be you. Mm-hmm. Connect into you and to express that. And, and that's... <laughs> That's often the most, it feels like the most difficult thing to do, which is kind of ironic. Well, the most difficult thing to do is to be fully, truly me. <laughs> Makes no sense, really. But, but you know, we're all tarnished with, you know, the, the brush of, well, what will other people think and will they like me? And, and I often say that, you know, if you are selling a product like a pen or a, a book or something, uh, if someone says to you, I don't like that pen, it's like, okay, well, that's fine. You don't like the pen. But when you're trying to be authentically you, right, and someone says, I don't want to engage with you or I don't, you know, I don't exactly. want to buy your services or follow you. Yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, they don't like me. 
Now, mm. the interesting part about this, this comes down to um, uh, almost something that feels life-threatening, right? Because uh, we have this thing, what I call the love-worth paradigm, and uh, the more worthy we are and the more loved we are, the safer we are. You know, mm. overall, we're a bit of a, we're, you know, we're a bit of a, a herd species, like, you know, there's safety in numbers. There's, um, and so when we're shunned from a group or we're not liked, it can feel life-threatening. This is why it's often so hard to step up and go, I'm going to do social media posts. I'm going to do these things and be trying, you know, feel into and be authentically me can be a really scary thing to do because you're risking, you know, it's a bit like you're stepping up and just being naked and going, oh my God, will anyone like me, you know, will they (laughs) or not? And so it can feel life threatening. Um, It's not obviously, but it can feel that way. And this is why so many people have a hesitation of stepping up and being authentically them in an online world or wherever it might be. Mm -hmm. Give the listeners a couple of tips. Um, you've shared some great insights, and I, for one, am definitely going out to go and think a bit differently, especially bringing the gut into into the mix with mm. me. But for people mm. that are carrying a message in inside of them, they've, they've got something they want to contribute to the world, and they want to start mm. being in authenticity with that. Where are some where are some places they can start to to find that resonant feel, that resonant frequency, so that they can begin the process of stepping into that more, uh, more holy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think, I think the first step is always to connect in and, and start to sort of play with energy, which can be translated into playing with intuition, for example, mm-hmm. and start to feel into things first. Um, th- there's a process that I use called uh, first thought technique, Mm-hmm. And uh, through my research, uh, I found that the, the very first thought we have, which is often the thought or the thought, uh, is an intuitive thought. So the intuition, the interesting thing about the intuition, it's a bit left brain, right brain type of uh, exercise. The interesting thing about the right brain, which is connected to the gut and the intuition, is that it doesn't analyze anything as in it doesn't analyse the past or the future, right? So it has no opinion of what was or what will be. It just is now, Mm. just here in this moment. And in this moment, everything's perfect, right? Mm. In this moment, there is no problems really, unless there is, and that's fine, you deal with it. But in this moment, there's no no real problem. And so the right brain connects to that. Um, But it's very quiet. It's very gentle. It's very soft. It doesn't try and uh, influence or overpower anything. It just speaks softly. Mm -hmm. Whereas the right brain or the left brain or the sort of our head brain has been taught to be incredibly loud (laughs) uh, and opinionated. Mm -hmm. But it takes a few milliseconds for that brain to talk to you because it has to analyze the future or the past and the future. It has to look at, okay, what where I am now, where has that happened in the past? Where have I experienced mm. this before? It then cross-references and goes, was I safe? And if the answer is yes, then it projects into the future and goes, okay, stay, right? Mm. You're safe to stay rather than fight, flight, or whatever mm-hmm. else you, you know, might do. And so, uh, and so it's, it's hard sometimes to hear that 
gut brain, that more intuitive side, because the head brain is so loud. So, so I came up with a little technique called first thought technique, where you just clear the mind, you connect into that very first thought. Um, and you can ask questions like, what do I feel like eating today? What do I feel like doing today? Um, and you just go with whatever the very first thing that pops into your head is. And there can't be any, you know, if you say to yourself, oh, what do I feel, you know, lazy Sunday, for example, you're sitting on the, the couch or the sofa and you just, oh, I could do anything today. Hmm, I wonder what I'll do today. So I get people to close their eyes. I get them to focus on the noises in the room, not what the noise is, but how the noise sounds, right? So so, um, so they just focus on that for a minute and then they ask the question, what do I feel like doing now? First thought, bang. And then go do that very first thought, that very first thing it tells you to do. And the more you do that, the more you'll exercise that muscle, right? And the more you'll be able to start to hear that very first uh thought that that pops up always that's a start to get connected to the gut right that's the very start um i i have a saying and that is uh my sort of mantra that i follow is to follow the energy Mm -hmm. right that's that's my rule i don't always get it right but i i try to do that first follow the energy you know and so you know you can practice those things but when you go for a walk just go with whatever your first thought is as to which way you should walk do i go left Mm -hmm. do i go right do i do this do i do that and and that's the way to start to really connect into it but do it with things that don't matter you know Mm -hmm. don't do it with big questions like you know should i leave him or should i stay should (laughs) should i buy that house or this house should i right just do things that really don't matter does it matter if you go left or right when you're walking no does it matter what you do on a sunday not really just start practicing with things where it doesn't matter too much mm. Mm. because it, it, it'll, it'll change a lot around it don't you totally. this is so important i'm going to practice with this oh my god what am i going to do you get all the mental chatter worse when it's a low charge situation you can go into yes. a bit more playfulness yes. playful curiosity have some fun totally listening Totally, totally. It doesn't, uh, yeah, it's not important per se. Therefore, the past future paradigm is not going to play out as much, right? Because, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the head brain is just designed to um, analyse things. It's not actually designed to give you an answer. It's just designed to go, well, here are the two points of view. Um, the opinion of the brain is, well, that one's probably at 60%, this is 40%, so potentially go with that one, right? Mm-hmm. It's not designed to give you a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. Whereas the gut is, the gut will give you a definitive answer. It'll mm-hmm. tell you yes, no. Mm-hmm. You know, like again today with you running late, my head brain was going, oh, maybe he's forgotten, maybe blah blah blah, playing out this story, mm-hmm. right? Which if I had followed that, I probably would have hung up after ten minutes and gone, oh well, he's forgotten, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas as I tune in, I go, I can feel into what's going on, mm-hmm. and I go, no, stay. So I just mm-hmm. went with my gut and it said, stay. I went, all right, I'll just stay. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I know he's coming. It's all fine and good. And then you emailed two seconds, you know, five seconds after I sort of was doing that. <laughs> um, and look, if you follow that, you know, it, it, it'll it always lead you the right way because it's focused on the moment of now. It's always giving you the right thing for you in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do this when I'm driving home. When, you know, when I used to drive home from the office, I used to do this um, to decide which way I should go. You know, if I got to an intersection, do I go left or right? And so often I'd be then listening to the radio and, it, you know, it might tell me to get off the freeway and go down this road. And my logic brain's going, yeah, but it's going to take twice as long. I should stay on the freeway. And then two minutes later, 
oh, big accident on the freeway, da da da. It's like, okay, now I know why you told me to go here. So it's not always obvious why it's telling you to do something. Um, it, it's just a matter of trusting it. And the more you trust that, the more you start to align with your resonant field and the more easier it is to materialise things in your world that you desire. Amazing, amazing. Um, I want to quickly touch on who you serve and what you do as we start to bring this home. Um, yeah. For people that are really excited about listening to, 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 to what you've been sharing today and want to dive in a bit deeper, um, what are the different ways that people can come into your world and explore some of these concepts with you in a deeper way? Yeah, look, I think, uh, you know, Facebook's probably one of the easiest ways to do that. Um, and I have two primary Facebook groups. The Centre for Conscious Entrepreneurs Support Group is one of the groups where I share a lot of this information. Uh, and for those that want to go really, really deep, <laughs> I have a group called Heart of the Matrix. Uh, and we go way, way deep on that one. But it's not for everyone. I totally get that. So, um, so, so you know, if, if you're an entrepreneur, certainly in the wellness industry or as a coach and that sort of stuff, then uh, Centre for Conscious Entrepreneurs Support Group is probably the place to be. And if you've been exploring this for a while and you get the concepts I'm talking about and you want to take it to a deeper level, then Heart of the Matrix is, is somewhere where I would invite you to, to come along. Brilliant. And we'll make sure we pop some links for that in the show notes. Marcus, thank That'd you again for being so gracious to shining your light. Have you got any final thoughts <laughs> to share with the, uh, the listeners today? Look, I think, uh, yeah, I think trust, you know, trust yourself, trust the messages that you're feeling into and uh, and dig deep and find the courage to share your beautiful uniqueness. Right now, we need people to do this more than ever on the planet, you know. Uh, the whole experience, the collective experience we've been going through is demanding that we step up into this place, that we that we step more into us. It's not actually stepping up to anything. It's actually stepping into mm -hmm. the self to be more of you um, uh, rather than more than you. You know, leadership in the past and all of these things has, has taught us to that we have to be more than ourselves, right, rather than be more of ourselves. Um, um, and and so that's that's it's time to be more of you. Mm. Well, again, Marcus, thank you. I've got some. Oh, my pleasure. New Thanks for having me. Into, uh, uh, listeners, thank you for hanging out with me today and, and uh, getting to join you on my journey, finding out more about Marcus and what he's doing. Be sure to identify one of those two groups that uh, align with you and what you're doing and jump in, see what's going on. Um, until yeah. next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. And the magic is in letting all of your brains be involved in that decision, doing the role that they were made to do. Much love and bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.